Time to learn, scout, win, and repeat. Let's continue the process. Welcome back to the process. Let's continue along to our last stop on the process for this season. Season five of the process coming to an end, guys, but it's been a sweet year. Um, If you are a new listener, you somehow caught us on the last episode. Welcome. Let's talk Super Bowl. If you've been rocking with me all this season, thank you so much. Really appreciate the listens. Hopefully you guys have been able to take these little playoff tips. You know, I know it hasn't been an in-depth show in the playoffs, but hopefully you've been able to draw back a little bit of money for the coffers. I know I have. So hopefully you guys have too. Um, Excited to be talking about the big game with you guys here today. And we probably have two of the best, like the best two teams this year. It doesn't always kind of roll out that way. Usually somebody like somebody might show up at the end of the year and come on strong, but we've seen this coming. So we'll get into it, but really quickly before we do, where can you find us for next season? This is important stuff, guys. www.tigerbombsae.com. That is the Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment website. You can listen to the process there. Click on the process page. You can watch the process on YouTube there on that channel. Regularly in the regular season, several segments all building towards weekly dominance of our DFS games, of our seasonal contest, of our auction leagues, our, you know, PPR leagues, no, like, you know, standard. We cover it all with the idea being that we're going to take down some people during the year because I will do the heavy lifting. I will listen. I will do the research. I'll do the 30 hours of research every week. And then once a week, give it to you on the show with all the segments that help you realize what it's going to take to, to bring on a W for that week. So if you haven't listened, that's what you're missing. That's what you want to like and subscribe for so you can catch us next season. Now, if you like to listen to podcasts on the go, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, all that, great. Just search for Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment. This podcast will pop up everywhere that you listen. Um, and then you can sort of keep us on the go with you and also get the updates for the new episodes. You can also get updates for the other podcasts that we have at Tiger Bomb too. So if you like NASCAR, if you like true crime, if you like baseball, those are some of the things we might be able to um, help you continue your listening pleasure with. So there you go. If you are uh, a person like the, you're a Facebook person, you're a Twitter person, you're a social media person, not a problem. If you want to find us and connect there, you can at the process TBSAE. That's how you find us on both of those platforms. Need some last minute tips on Sundays, start them, send them questions on Saturday nights. That's a good way to get that information uh, addressed by me, yours truly, personally. All right, that's the heavy lifting. That's sort of the stuff that we kind of need to talk about. And we can get this episode rolling. Obviously going to be a short and sweet one. I'm not going to pepper it up and try to draw it out all week like these guys do and make you guys listen to dribble that doesn't have to do with what we came here to actually talk about. So none of the little side stories and dramas and stuff like that. I will say, as a side note for myself, though, I'm super excited to watch the game and like not feel like the hangover from death. Like guys, last year I went out the night before, went to like an art show here, got super messed up, so much tequila, 
didn't see that coming. And the thing is, obviously, we're, so I'm in Los Angeles. If you've been listening, you know that, right? Well, you know, weed's legal. The end of this show that I go to last year, they gave us these goodie bags that had these like gram or two gram, uh, highly potent, um, like, you know, joints in there. And so me and my buddy that went, you know, tied it on all night with the drinking and everything was fine until we smoked that thing. And that's when the world started to spin. And it took me nearly all of this, the Super Bowl to recover. I was like dead to the world, like almost listening to it in the first half and kind of woke up in the second half there. So hoping for a better experience here. Hopefully you had a better experience last year. And hopefully you have a good experience this year. What are you eating? Are you guys doing wings? Are you guys doing subs? Are you ordering? Is it pizza? Is your wife making her special buffalo sauce? Blah. What is everybody eating? Wherever you're listening, shout it out in the comments for me. That'd be cool if we kind of get a little thread going, maybe even on Twitter. What you eating while you're watching the Super Bowl? You got to get those snacks, though, right? You don't want to be bogged down in the store waiting because uh, the line's all long after church. You're trying to stack it. Like, you got to get that stuff now, guys. So if you haven't, like, take me with you. Like we said, go on the go. Get out there in the store. I'll ride along with you. Let's make sure those snacks are covered, though. Make sure the adult sodas are covered, too. Coronas, if you know what you're doing. Okay. Now that we get to the game in Arizona, everybody's descended upon Arizona. My folks live there. Couldn't pay me to be there this week with all the commotion. I will be there for spring training, though. Anyways, they've descended upon Arizona. And so we're not going to have weather issues. We've got the retractable roof. Um, not going to have uh, issues with the field or anything like that, right? The automated turf or whatever. So that's going to be a pretty level playing field for these two teams uh, in terms of like, um, you know, weather and all that. Now, let's take a look at the Kansas City Chiefs on offense first. Mahomes is right back where they know that they can be and where they know that they want to be every year. He is the man. Right now, there is no passer better than him. He can do so much. We've seen him air it out. We know he has a long arm. He can he can throw it 60 yards if he wants to. But the element that we see this year that has been added So the thing that's been added this year has to be that Mahomes has been really good at taking what the defenses have given him. And so we see that the ability to dink and dunk has been there. It's not something that we ultimately um, associate with this Kansas City offense. And we see at the beginning of the year, there were some 
issues in terms of feeling it out with the enemy, you know, calling these types of plays and what we know that Mahomes wanted to do. Now you flash forward to the end of the year, they have been able to master that ability. And it's been important because the receiver core has been injured and they remain that way. You're not going to get McCole Hardman for this game. You got most of your guys banged up last game in terms of the receivers that you do have, like Tony, even though he's going to play Juju, he's also going to play. Um, but these guys are, you know, considerably banged up. And so very important that Mahomes continue to, uh, you know, lift this team up by his own personal play, like literally finding whoever is out there. Right. And it's this ability to take what the defense gives me. It doesn't have to be a home run every time they don't run the football a lot, but it's because they don't have to, they don't necessarily want to, it's like pedal to the metal. So it's not bombs all game, but it's like passes all game. They're going to use short passes like they use the runs. Because you don't have uh, this healthy receiving core, I do think that we can see this version of the team where McKinnon is involved in the passing game. He and Pacheco will both play, and you're also getting Clyde Edwards-Hilaire back, who I think will see some considerable reps too based on the lack of production they've gotten at the running back position throughout the playoffs, most noticeably last game. Now, Kansas City, again, you've got Mahomes, who's a difference maker. And so they don't need stars at some of those other positions, but they got one in Travis Kelsey. This guy is going to attack the middle of the field. That is the place where you can kind of go at the Philadelphia defense a little bit. Listen, you're not like so they're, you know, you're not passing against this team. Period. They have got James Bradbury on the outside. They've got Darius Slay on the outside. So the path to victory, if there is one against this top rated um, pass rush, pass defense, is going in the slot. Avante Maddox, that's the guy that you have the best chance of making a play on. And so I do think that we will see this Kansas City offense try to assert itself in that part of the field. So that's Kelsey and Juju, but not exclusively Juju. They'll move those other guys around. He's only spent he's only spending a third of his time in the slot. And so I think him, Kelsey will be in the slot, right? That's a lot of what we'll see. That's how you attack this team. I think Edwards Hilaire coming back can be significant at the goal line. Kansas City doesn't have a t- like nobody's like, you know, the big bulldog at the goal line for this team. If that guy can get the rock on the one and get it in, he can be a hero, right? Coming back healthy, ready to play in the Super Bowl. So some things that I'm looking for there, right? The Philadelphia defense is like no joke. Like we said, they've been top ranked all year. It's not like they slid or came back. No, they've been, you know, and Dallas has maybe just a little bit of a pass rush, but we're talking about like, you know, half of a percentage point. So let's call it even. So let's call it what it is. They got the best pass rush in the league. Philadelphia has four guys on the defense in double digit sacks this year. Do the math. Like they can get after the quarterback in various different ways. Um, and so that's going to 
be a part of the issue for Mahomes. But if you know Mahomes, you know that he's not going to succumb to that kind of pressure. Teams learned a long time ago. You can't just blitz Mahomes. You can't just throw pressure at him like you can with some quarterbacks and they crumble. This is not that, right? Like he is better. And so teams have learned you almost want to drop back, right? You got to, you got to, you know, play it a little safer with him, play the zone, keep it in front of you, if you will. So in terms of blitzing, do they stay true to, you know, what's been working for them? Because listen, the tackles of Kansas City, they're not terrible tackles, but they aren't as good as the ends. Um, that Philadelphia has like Hassan Reddick and these boys are going to get after it. So I think ultimately success has to come from those dink and dunk passes. And you got to try to, you know, run the, you got to run the ball a little bit and you got to do that draw straight ahead, right? You have to collapse the defense in a little bit. That's where the pressure is going to come from. Running against Philadelphia is probably the easier thing to do. Um, now they know this, which is why they were able to, uh, bring in and Dominican Sue, uh, among others to go ahead and Linval Joseph about among others to go ahead and, uh, sew up problems they were having stopping the run. But I think Jordan Love is their guy that once he got back at the end of the year, they, things really progressed for them from there. So I don't think that they are as vulnerable, uh, against the run as they were to start the year. Um, but that's still the opportunity for sure. Definitely the opportunity for sure. So some mix of the running backs. I don't think Kansas City relies on just the one. And it's definitely not going to be like some balanced ball game. Like this is why I think McKinnon, because he's going to be out there catching those passes. So I like him a little more than I like Pacheco in this scenario. And then I like Edwards Hilaire kind of doing the goal line thing, the tougher runs, the third and short sort of a deal. Okay. Talked about those wide receivers. It's Kelsey. Um, I, I like Tony at the goal line in the slot. I think they move him in the slot. We've seen him have success at the goal line, catching the pass. Like you want to do a prop bet on the anytime touchdown pass. I could see that for sure. And uh, don't have a problem with that. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster more moving the chains, right? I see him as Kelsey, him and Kelsey moving the chains. And Papa Mahomes just makes it all roll. That's what That's what will happen. Uh, we talked about the Philadelphia defense as well, what they can do to counteract that. Can they Can they beat Mahomes? Can they slow him down? I don't know if anybody can do that. He's the top of the heap right now. Um, and that passing offense in Kansas City is prolific. They don't spurt or sputter the way some other teams do. Certainly a better offensive team than Philadelphia, who aren't slouches either, but – you know, it's it's a tall ass to stop Mahomes. I'm not sure you could do that. You slow him down, maybe. But again, his his anytime touchdown props over two and a half touchdowns. I don't got a problem with that. They're going to be productive here. Philadelphia is not going to, uh, in my assessment, defensively win this game. Mahomes is going to make them score points. Now they can. So we'll talk about that now on the other side of the ball here. The Philadelphia offense. What can they do to win this game? Guys, Philadelphia has been the number one rushing team all year. Your quarterback has over 700 yards on the ground from design runs. Not like the play broke down like with Fields or whatever. Only second to Lamar Jackson. So he's a part of the run game. 
He is scoring touchdowns at will on the ground in the run game. You also have Miles Sanders, a thousand yard rusher. Um, and this is an opportunity for them to assert him. He should have plenty of touches in this game. Do what you do best. They have uh, Scott and they have Gainwell as well. So Scott is the one that I would be out on here because he's kind of like the guy when they get ahead in the second half. Like they tend to pass in the first half. They blow you out of the water. They get ahead. And then you start to see more Scott as they're running down the clock, right? Gainwell is a little different. Gainwell can have success um, in a closer game because he typically is used in the passing game a little more, something that I think could be prevalent in this game. So if I of those three backs, uh, you know, who do I like best to worst? It goes Sanders, Gainwell, and then Scott by a mile, okay? Um, I think Gainwell can be pivotal. I think they're going to have to play keep up, and so you're going to have to find some way to do it. That's the way. But Miles Sanders should be getting healthy chunks. This all starts up front. Philadelphia has the most solid offensive line in the league, period. There's no guy rated lower than the 70 on this line. They can um, pass protect. They can uh, run block really well. That all starts with Kelsey up front. This guy is a mauler. They run zone blocking schemes because of him. If you want to watch tape, you will see how quickly it's not that he's handling his guy or handling his attention. He's getting to the second level. He's pushing some dude through his pads back to the linebackers, right? And so what happens is this opens up holes for Sanders and this also makes sure that his his yards before contact are crazy, right? Just look at some of those beautiful holes. So, and as I said, there's no weakness on this team. They've had some guys, uh, you know, injured here or there, but they never faltered as a group, and they're completely healthy. So, barring something like that changing, this team can control the the game by doing what they've been doing all year, which is saddle up the run on everybody. Now, we know uh, Jalen Hurts has had the shoulder thing going on. We've seen his um, consistency sort of dip a little bit in the playoffs. I don't know if that has to do with the injury. I do know, just like Mahomes, guys got he had two weeks, so we're going to get the best of what we can get. But I'm thinking that arm might, that shoulder might still be bothering him because, you know, a lot more forces down deep a lot more misses down deep or just a lot more forcing the issue whereas in the earlier part of the year we'd see that they established themselves with the run and then teams would have to be so concerned with that then they're giving you that stuff deep and then you can take those shots but you don't have to force that regardless of who you have now they've got a really good team which is why they force it okay <clears throat> so we talked about Jalen running Jalen getting the ball to Brown, like AJ Brown is like the guy, like he's the, he's the alpha guy, right? Devonte Smith is also a guy over a thousand yards, like 95 receptions as the two receiver. Come on, man. Like these dudes have done a remarkable job and the teams that they faced oftentimes don't really have a lot of success. If you want to go one-on-one, like, because the thing is, you have to try to stop the run, right? And so the way you do that is you maybe go cover one, cover two. So you go man, or you go cover two. Um, so the so here's the problem. You want to go cover two. You want to give the safeties the ability as the Chiefs to help 
um, you know, play those wide receivers because the Chiefs have rookie cornerbacks on both sides of the football, right? Left and right side of the field. So the ideal thing would be playing a corner two. So they cut the field in half with the safety help, right? So now you got help over top. You won't get burned, right? The problem when you do that and you play Philly is then that they start running. So now you've got to bring a dude down uh, into the box to help commit to stop the run, right? And so now you're vulnerable up top again. And then this team uses RPOs, play it like that's, you know what I'm saying? Like you got to pick your poison in a very, very bad way. Most slants off the RPO all year by a mile, like 39 of them to AJ Brown the closest was Diggs, and he's like 15 away or something like that. So that's the play. The issue is the run game, right? They're so good at that, that you have to almost um, bring that guy down. And then that gives them the ability to look and see and exploit the coverage up top with either Smith or Brown. Cause Smith is dangerous on the backside. He can get over to the play easily with his speed. You've got Goddard out there too. Guys, don't get so concerned about him. Um, it's been nice that they've had him come back for the playoffs. It's been nice that he's been a part of it. I can tell you for sure the Chiefs are a little tougher in that segment of the field, They're a little tougher against the tight end. And so I don't think you necessarily have to force things there when you when you should have an opportunity to do what you want in a lot of other aspects of the football game. Okay. So as far as um, – that wide receiving core goes, don't go past Smith and Brown. Like I'm not looking at Quez or anything like that by any stretch of the imagination. It would be Goddard if they wanted to go there. And again, I just don't think you, you want to go there. You want to try to test these corners. Now I will say this, the Kansas city uh, defense has played really well down the stretch. Like they've played to a top 10 defense down the stretch. They probably resemble Philly on defense now more than people are willing to, uh, to realize because you're thinking of how they started the year off when right they were kind of like you know not very good not very good uh obviously don't you know worry about playing the run that much because they're just blowing you out of the water you're not gonna have time to run if you if you think that's cute Mahomes will put it on you right like when, when you have 28 up already and you guys are like you know it's half like you're just not gonna have time to run it so they pass you out of the building they don't have to worry about that um, so then it becomes of trying to have Spagnolio take advantage of this scenario, right, with the pass rush. That's what they have. They have Chris Jones on the line. He can get after it. They have a really good pass rush. It's not as good as Phillies or, like, you know, the Cowboys, but right up under there, right? So it's inside of a top ten. We'll call it almost a top five. I think it's top six or seven, right? Top seven, we'll call it pass rush. So they can get after Jalen Hurts and hopefully force him to throw it a little quicker. That's how you break up, you know, what they want to do there. So part of this all working is getting the pressure on him, which I think that they, um, it's going to be hit or miss because that line is very good, but they are better at run blocking than pass blocking. So I think you can get a little pressure on him. Jalen Hurts not as good when there is pressure on him. Issues with the shoulder lately, right? And so I could see Kansas City forcing some bad play right there. I could see that, and we just talked about how much he's been forcing it lately. So they got to be careful with that because that's a dangerous trap that you don't want to have to fall into. But very real opportunity for Kansas City to get after him. So if for all this to work, they got to stop the run. They don't have; they only have one guy on the line that's like uh, 
you know, over 60 against the run. So that's going to be tough for them to do. Um, so you're going to have to bring a guy down and commit, which means that those cornerbacks uh, are going to be tested. The rookies, they're going to be tested. Um, I think that that's, you know, where you go, obviously, if you're Hurts, if you're Philly, they like to start quick. They want to blow you out. They are the best scripted team in the NFL. They score the most points in the first half by a mile, and then they cool off in the second half. So when you look at it, it looks like this balanced run pass team, but that's not it. They're running to run the clock out in the second half. They're passing you out of the building like KC does in the first half of the game. So to start this, they're going to come out, and they're going to look for their guys. They're looking for Smith. They're looking for Brown. They're looking for Hurts. They're going to get the ball in Sanders' hands. They want a quick score, right? So we'll have to see if Kansas City can stop the run, if they can get to the pressure on the quarterback. Of those two things, I think they can get pressure. I'm not sure how they're going to stop the run, but they won't be as bad as you think. The linebacking cores for both teams, I think, are kind of a wash. Like, these are not the best guys. Those aren't the best parts of these teams. Um but there's going to be some exploitation in that part of the field, I think for sure. Whichever side can do it better is going to win the football game. Um, do I think that it's going to be like a crazy kicker thing, like deciding it in the end? Probably not, just because of the prolific quarterbacks. Uh, first time two black quarterbacks are going to play each other, by the way, which is cool. But I think touchdowns rule the day. I think both teams know you got to score touchdowns to beat this team. They're both like that, and so we will see this pressure. Uh, I could see Kansas City getting out to a slower start, but then but then rolling. I could see Philly getting out to a quicker start, but they better not let the you know pedal off the gas. In terms of what do I think is going to happen, I a lot of people that Philly money's coming in strong. Kansas City started out as minus two favorites, but then they walked that back. Right now, you got sixty percent of the money over on Philly. So, you know, people are thinking Philly now. Can they do it? They can. Does Ralph think it's going to happen? I don't think so, guys. Spoiler alert. Not a spoiler. I think just, you know, old news, man. Kansas City's going to win this football game. Um, big moment for Hurts. I, 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 I'm not sure if when it comes down to it that they're going to execute and win this football game. I have no doubts about Mahomes' ability to do that. I have no doubts about Andy Reid's ability to um, – you know, queue up the right plays at the right time. I think the key to this game is going to be that the Kansas City defense plays better than people think. At some points, Philly's going to have to is going to falter, and that's going to give Kansas City the chance to kind of like get ahead of them. I don't think I think Philadelphia is a great defense. I think Mahomes is a better quarterback. I think Mahomes is going to move the ball. I think he's going to have Mahomes type numbers. I don't think that they're going to bother him as much as people believe. I know they've been like the best team all year. I know their defense is great, but they are the best of what, right? What is the comparison of the best defense versus the best offense? I think the best offense is still better in today's NFL. So there you have it. I, I, I believe Kansas City walks in, takes care of business. 
you know, they're definitely not getting blown out. I know a lot of people think the Eagles are going to walk away with this one. Um, they, you know, Mahomes doesn't have receivers, yada, yada, yada. I can't, you know, how can they stop? He'll find a way. Guys, they're gonna, he's going to find a way. He's got two weeks to rest that ankle up. That sprain ain't going to be an issue. So I very much look forward to that. If I had to put a score on it, we can call it like, thir- like you know, 35, 31. I, I believe that. Like in Kansas City wins, I think Mahomes can lead the way. Certainly looking at another MVP type year for him. Should be named the MVP. Uh, good luck if you guys are going to play like, DraftKings or whatever, like you getting into that. Awesome, man. Like, that's great. Do that. Um, I, I want to give you guys some advice. If you're picking the tiers games, look, just the one thing I'm noticing is Edwards Hilaire is there. It's a trap, right? It's like a thousand bucks. I am going to play them, I think, because it makes so much stuff fit. But don't get married with it. Like, do a couple of lineups, right? But if you want to have one with him, um, he just costs a thousand bucks on DraftKings. Like, the nearest player to give you reference is probably like four or $5,000. So, and that's for like trash players. So that's a really interesting deal, but obviously the disadvantage there is everybody's going to be thinking that. So you got, you got to get something else in there to be different. Your sky Moors, your Kadarius, Tony, that's the, like, I like the entire touchdown. So I would go there, but something like that, you gotta be different somewhere. Like I was saying, gain earlier. That's a name that I would be interested in get that anytime touchdown in the uh super bowl but that's the direction that i'm going i'm probably going to do like three or four lineups just for the diversification sake you know get it play a little bit of everybody but certainly want kelsey certainly want mahomes um like i said my gain well is going to make it fit uh but outside of that i'm not going to do anything super crazy guys we will come right back here next week we'll talk about what we saw in the super bowl we'll kind of review it But in the meantime, thanks as always for listening and um, we'll talk soon. Peace. The process is brought to you by Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment.